welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. The one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. Well, hey, thank you, Paul, for the introduction, and welcome, everybody, to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. I'm very excited today because I was able to connect with Steve Lucas, who is the new CEO of Marketo, and have him on the program and give all of you a chance to hear an update on what's going on at Marketo and what's going to happen at Marketo. So, Steve, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be on with you. Well, I have to say I was really inspired. It was the first time, as you know, that we met. This was about, I guess, almost two months ago, maybe a month and a half ago, at your kickoff meeting for the entire sales team. And you and the leadership team were nice enough to invite all the partners, which was an incredible treat to sit there and hear, really, you unfold the entire business strategy for the year and your passion for customers and your view on really where this business can go. And so that's why I immediately want to follow up with you and say, let's get you on the program to share some of that. Let's start off, Steve, because I think it's a question a lot of people have. You know, you've had tremendous success in your career. You you and I have a lot in common, actually, on where we've been in our career paths. I started at Microsoft and you were at Microsoft. But at one point, Someone knocked on your door and said, hey, we've got an incredible opportunity at Marketo. We need a new CEO over here. And you took that opportunity. And you're just finishing your first 100 days. So let's start off. Why did you want to become the CEO of Marketo? It's a great question. I think for me, it really comes down to two or three key points. I think first and foremost was the recognition in marketing in general that the the overall segment, the space, the CMO, I believe still lacks a fundamental enterprise platform for marketing. It's an incredibly crowded landscape, as you know. There are literally thousands of, of marketing tech vendors and ad tech vendors that are out there. And it seems like every time a new touch point pops up for the marketer, a new social media system, whatever it may be, um, there needs to be a new point system that they have to adopt in order to engage with their customers. And so that kind of has this runaway effect where you literally have, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of 4,500 little MarTech vendors out there, out there all the way up to the, the, the biggest of the big, like a, a Marketo um, or even an Eloqua, for example. <clears throat> so certainly felt like a really big opportunity for me, uh, number one. And number two, Marketo as a company just has an incredible brand. Um, it has a lot of cachet with the CMO, with marketing, and it's had 10 years of incredible success. And so for me, it felt like an obvious choice to, to continue to build on that. But I think that Marketo really can be the enterprise platform for marketing. Now, we're, we're tweaking that, as you alluded to, in our strategy. But that's what got me excited. And I will tell you what convinced me was talking to customers. They absolutely love the technology love the product. And for me, uh, you know, you, you give me a halfway decent strategy and a fantastic product, and we'll take that all day. Yeah, it's definitely something that, you know, we, we have a mutual client base, right? We help your customers be successful, whether we're deploying the technology or helping them master it. And there is something absolutely in your ecosystem, and that is your customers are very 
very passionate about the platform. They feel very empowered to drive growth and drive revenue. And so many people carry their Marketo certification almost like a badge of honor. Like I now have this certification to drive growth and they're, they're personally excited about learning the tools. What, what have you discovered? You know, as I said, you're just finishing up your first hundred days, just past that. What have you discovered so far about the market? And just to, you mentioned about the ecosystem and what you're hearing about the product. Um, love to love to know now from an insider's view perspective that you've been there. What are you what are you hearing and seeing and and putting in place? So there were really three things that jumped off the page, you know, for me at Marketo in the first hundred days. The first was the market, uh, without a doubt. Looking at market growth for marketing technology, automation, lead management, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's just off the charts good. So that's first and foremost. Second is the the partner ecosystem, and it's not just the hundreds and hundreds of partners that Marketo has. We cite over 650 partners, uh, both services partners as well as ISV application partners in our ecosystem. But more importantly, it's the quality of the partners. Companies like a demand gen, like what you do, uh, really means a lot to me, and that's been a pleasant surprise. And then I would say the third thing has been the product in terms of timing. I, I pride myself on good timing. And we are just uh, now rolling out our new back-end technology called Orion, which is literally a rewrite from the ground up for uh, w- what we call high scale or an order of magnitude more scale in terms of touch points, capability, deliverability versus our classic platform. And then, of course, we're in the throes of delivering on another project called Mercury, which is the uh, new UI and user experience as well. And so the timing of those technologies, along with the last piece, innovation from Marketo, new technologies like account-based marketing, ABM, web personalization, all of those things are just really rolling out now. And I believe that Marketo has entered a bit of a renaissance period in terms of innovation and product delivery. It, it is Incredibly impressive that despite all the change that has happened at Marketo, you guys went public a few years ago, very successful IPO, and have uh, now been acquired by Vista and came off the public market and brought in new leadership. You know, you came in, you've brought in a team of seasoned experts that are going to take Marketo to the next level and, and continue on this growth path. And all the while, innovation has still been happening. You guys haven't missed a step. Um, as you mentioned, Project Orion, uh, you know, that was really the Achilles heel. I mean, let's let's be honest and candid about um, if there was a shortcoming in Marketo in the enterprise class, it was, the, the like you said, that underlying database infrastructure and to commit to taking the platform and engineering it from the ground up from a database architecture perspective so they can operate with the speed and efficiency uh, for the type of massive B2C customers that you guys are adding on and others was was great. So, I mean, kudos to the team there to just not miss a step. And we'll, we'll come back to talking about um, the roadmap and, and Mercury coming later this year. You know, Steve, one of the things I loved at, at the revenue kickoff meeting that you guys had us at was the spirit and the culture and just this sense of winning. What does winning look like to your organization, let's just say a year from now or longer if you want to, if you want to frame it that way? But what's, what's the future look like to you? What's that vision? That's a great question. Uh, you know, and, and winning, obviously different versions of what people interpret as winning. Um, certainly the, the standard CEO answer would be, you know, revenue growth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. For me, 
we've established a very clear vision that uh, while Marketo will do well over $300 million in recurring revenue this year and continue our high growth, we have an absolute aspiration three years from now to be a billion-dollar, 4,000-employee company in terms of annual bookings and employees. And so for me, uh, that's kind of the North Star. But really, we, we actually set a new vision for the company. And the new vision was first to be the trusted platform partner for the CMO. And second was to empower the CMO to drive revenue and build uh, lifelong relationships with their customers. And if you think about it for a minute, to me, so winning looks like best serving the CMO, best serving marketing, more so than any other company on the planet, and more to the point, redefining how the marketer in general, how they think about technology. Today, it is just so scattershot. It's all over the place. I look at what a, you know, a marketing platform is, and I look at how people have to cobble together literally dozens, hundreds of different products. And to me, that's failure. That's clear failure. When we are forcing the, the, the marketing kind of technology industry as a whole is forcing the marketer to have to do all this work on their own. And so winning for us looks like delivering a single integrated platform for the marketer end-to-end that enables them to deliver personalized and meaningful experiences to their customers at scale. And, oh, by the way, drive revenue and and increase lifetime value. So kind of a broad answer, but that looks like winning externally. Internally, it's simple. It's build the best culture in the software industry. I believe that employees, they obviously join a company because of a, you know, a belief that they're going to make money, that they can align with the people, you know, that, that are around them, but they stay because of culture. And it is so incredibly important to me that people feel like uh, that, that uh, Marketo has a culture of winning, a culture of growth, a culture of trust and accountability, and, and family. Believe it or not, that's a big part of mine, is uh, of my own personal belief, is that people have to come to work and feel like you're, you're going to battle every day with your, your, your brothers, your sisters, the, the people that you think of as family. Yeah. Well, you, you felt it, and you felt it in a room that had almost a 1,000 people in it. Uh, at the conference I was talking about, and you, you know, just everything from people getting up at 7:30, having the kind of energy uh, that they had every single day, and and being together till you know 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, and doing it again the next day. Everybody had a great, uh, great sense of energy and enthusiasm, uh, and it was it was a wonderful conference. All right, Steve, let's take a quick break. I want to come back and talk about the engagement economy. You introduced that uh, at the conference, and I want to make sure that we have enough time. So I'm here with Steve Lucas. We're talking about what the vision looks like for Marketo as the new CEO and leader there, and we'll come right back and talk about the new strategy in terms of their positioning of the platform within the market. Have you ever wondered if there's a great book on modern marketing? Well, there is, and it's called Manufacturing Demand. It's written by modern marketing guru David Lewis. It's the number one book on lead generation, and guess what? It's yours for free today as a demand gen radio listener. In the book, David teaches you how to create your demand factory, how to align sales and marketing, how to set up your demand funnel, and he provides you blueprints of the best practices for lead scoring, lead nurturing, and marketing analytics. Plus, the book Manufacturing Demand gives you plenty of actionable tips and recommendations as well as real-world case studies for how leading companies like yours are achieving tremendous results applying these principles. 
It's a Demand Gen Radio listener. You can download a free copy today, manufacturingdemand.com forward slash VIP. Don't wait. Grab your copy today. Just go to manufacturingdemand.com forward slash VIP. Or you can pick up a hard copy, amazon.com or other fine booksellers by searching for the book, Manufacturing Demand. All right, we're back with Steve Lucas. And Steve, actually, where are you right now, literally? I am in rainy-slash-snowy Redmond, Washington, about to head into meet with Microsoft, a a good customer and partner of Marketo's as well. We're certainly hoping to extend and expand the partnership that we have there. It's been a great relationship between our two organizations, and uh, Microsoft uh, frequently attends our and speaks at our, our, the Marketing Nation Summit, which is coming up in April as well, and we're looking forward to seeing them there. But Microsoft tends to be one of those organizations that they push you to the edge and beyond in terms of what you know and what you believe your capabilities to be. And we've loved the relationship. I think every Marketo customer has benefited by Microsoft being a customer. Absolutely. And that, that's one of the things that you and I share in common, right? We were we must have crossed paths somewhere in the hallway or uh, I, you know, started my career at Microsoft introducing the first Windows products and the first uh, first version of Windows. And I think you were there uh, to, to carry that baton into the Windows 95 area. So now you're back up at Redmond, and um, I can picture the campus well. In fact, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Microsoft hired DemandGen to do a bunch of training uh, for the, their team members. And so I flew up there and put on a series of trainings, recorded videos on lead management and how to align sales and marketing. Like you said, they've been a phenomenal Marketo customer, but also a great partner and um, the integration with your platform and, and their CRM system and what they're doing. So great success story. I'm glad you're up there and continuing that, that momentum. Steve, I remember sitting down with Phil and John. Uh, this is, gosh, I, I think it was 2008, 2009. And we sat in a conference room at headquarters and talked about the positioning and strategy of Marketo at that time. And the important thing was we didn't want to go to market with it being an email batch and blast tool. And so lead management was the term that Marketo really wrapped around and said, it, you know, if you're going to drive growth marketing, you need a lead management platform to do that. And it has done a phenomenal job in providing that capability. It went on to me writing a book about it. But now the product is going to be expanded and repositioned. And I want to make sure uh, we have some time to talk about that. So you introduced the concept of it being an engagement marketing platform. Tell me the backstory on that and what that looks like. Sure. Well, I think it's important to note that there's, you know, Marketo is certainly not abandoning, as to your point, any of the notions of lead management or email or other things that are the the trappings of marketing automation. But there is a bigger story to be told. There is a bigger platform, a more meaningful platform to be built for the marketer. And it really starts with the acknowledgement we are fundamentally now in a different era. We live in a different world where buyer expectations have changed. The relationship between the buyer and the brand has fundamentally changed. Uh, consumers, their attention spans have decreased. Uh, B2B purchases are dramatically more complex than they were even just a short five years ago. And so acknowledging that we're in this new era, which we call the engagement economy, I think is the first step towards a broader understanding for the marketer that people do not want to be marketed to. 
they want to be engaged with. And Mm -hmm. that's just fundamentally different. And so we're literally writing a book called The Engagement Economy, which will be uh, out here in the first half of the year, which we're very excited about. And second, we have taken the technology that we have in place today, our, our marketing automation platform, and with the introduction of Orion, the new back-end high-scale technology, uh, we're building out what we call an engagement platform. And an engagement platform is just fundamentally different than marketing automation. It's more. It provides marketing automation. It provides lead management, campaign management, but it also provides a platform for our partners to extend what we do. There's no way that Marketo can be everything to the CMO or the marketer. And if it's a demand gen as a case in point or any other you know, uh, partner that we are closely working with, the ability to build on and extend what Marketo does for the marketer creates a single integrated experience versus a bunch of unintegrated different marketing clouds, for example. And that's really the focus. So the, the Marketo engagement platform is really what we are entirely focused on. And if you think about it for a minute, what, what we the way we focus on uh, delivering value at the engagement platform is our the, the engines within the technology allow you to listen to your customers and prospects, learn from their behavior, and then re-engage with them through the digital channels by which you're listening, social, mobile, web, etc. And so for us, that's a, a powerful opportunity, different uh, message, and a complete transformation, I think, of what the value is that Marketo can bring. And it significantly elevates it. Yeah, the key point is that, right, we, um, we've we not moved away from lead management. It's more like, check, done that, you know, going to continue to do that well. One of the things that I always get concerned about is that our customers don't focus enough on the lower funnel, right? The majority of revenue of every business typically comes from the install base of customers. So if you stayed focused on just being a lead management platform and thinking about the upper funnel and net new business, you really miss delivering on the value proposition of helping companies market to their install base of customers and, like you said, um, market to them in a way that puts you in their path uh, and, you know, as opposed to trying them to, to bring them into a specific buyer journey that you've architected, right? They can engage with you well, anytime. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Well, one thing I would add is you have to think about a whole new world of metrics in the engagement economy using an engagement platform. I mean, you and I have heard tens of thousands of times over marketers talk about impressions. We made 57 million impressions with this campaign. But what does that mean? How does that translate into revenue? I would rather, I would rather t- any day of the week take, you know, a thousand engaged customers that are, you know, becoming customer advocates, tweeting, emailing others about our brand than I would 57 million impressions of ambiguity at, that are ambiguous at best. And really, that's the fundamental difference. So we're not just talking about a new engagement platform that delivers new technology. We're talking about new engagement metrics that the marketer needs to think about and embrace that are ultimately going to drive more of that lifetime value for your customer base. What do you think has been the obstacle or hurdles that, you know, Marketo is approaching, I'm sure, about 6,000 customers and you want to love it You're going to be a billion dollar company with thousands of employees why have we not seen in the past eight to ten years the kind of adoption and success like we saw with crm why is it slower 
uh, do you think adoption wise than than other SaaS based platforms? I think there's a bit of a confusion point right now. I think people believe that CRM can be the system of record for the customer. And we believe fundamentally that the real system of record is not just your sales data for your customer. There's profoundly more. Customer data doesn't start with when we're trying to sell them something. It starts with their touch points on the website. It starts with their engagement in a mobile app. There's this digital persona that we describe at Marketo that really describes, let's take you as a, as a perfect case in point. So it describes you, David, as, as not just this person that we sold something to, but you as a person with seven different devices with different behaviors and preferences across those, those devices and different buying behaviors. You are much more likely to make an impulse buy, for example, on your mobile phone because it's quick, it's one swipe and it's done than perhaps on a larger screen where you take more time and you can browse. You're much more likely to engage with a company at 3.45 in the afternoon on a Thursday through an email that has a predictive subject line and content than you are just some moral equivalent of carpet bombing email that people send out today. So it's the thoughtfulness, it's the engagement, it's the understanding of your digital persona that is fundamentally different. That that technology is here now, and that's what's going to enable this larger or mass adoption of engagement platforms versus is marketing tools. It's an exciting time to be a marketer. I've, I've said that for a long time, and I wish I could turn back time and, and launch my career uh, now because I think if I was you know 20-some-odd years old, just graduating college with a degree in marketing and the tools that we have today, it would be... Um, be exciting to just start at this point as opposed to, you know, um, this technology and these tools have only been around really for the past 10 years. But hey, we got a long way to go. Steve, let's talk about Summit. We've only got a few minutes left and Summit is your annual user conference. Uh, last year there was, I don't know the number, I feel like there was like six to 8,000 people there. It was enormous in Las Vegas and you guys have moved that back to San Francisco this year. So what's in store for Summit? Give people a, a preview of what they can expect as they're just starting to think about probably registering for the event. Oh, well, thank you. I, I will tell you that we've been planning literally daily the content, everything for Summit. It's going to be unbelievable. I think, as you know, we have James Corden, we have Queen Latifah, we have Train there providing entertainment. James Corden and Queen Latifah will be, will be talking about, you know, the, the power of brand, especially given their own personal brand. But what I have challenged the team to deliver is something unique in the world of technology events. I've asked them not to deliver a conference, but to deliver an engagement event. What does that, what does that mean? How do we define it? All of that stuff is, is things that you'll see unfold. But I think you should picture an event where intelligent devices, perhaps, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a sneak peek, but perhaps intelligent devices like an Alexa, for example, Echo device from Amazon might be interspersed throughout the conference so you can ask it for advice or help. Fine. We might be demonstrating and showing new, not might be, we are going to be announcing new partnerships, new engagement uh, agreements with some incredible game-changing partners of ours. Um, and, of course, it will be the most interactive event in technology, not just marketing. So this will be incredibly interactive, incredibly engaging, and also entertaining. When we're talking about engaging customers, 
how would it be possible for us to deliver anything less than the best engagement event in the world as well? And so that's certainly what we're doing. And I'm very excited and encourage everybody to go and sign up now. It's going to be a sight to see. Can't wait to do it, James. James is a brilliant marketer, you know, for a guy who's on a a late, late, late show. uh, And for him to say, you know what, how do I... How do I create a brand with with people by day and started doing the carpool karaoke, which went incredibly viral and really enabled him to uh, have a brand and have a presence and get people to stay up later and watch watch the program. It's great. Well, Steve, I'm going to let you get on your way. Uh, Good luck at your meeting today with Microsoft. And uh, for everyone listening, I just want you to know a replay of today's episode will be available in the next day or so. So if you want to share this with your network, uh, please do. And uh, you can listen to other episodes on DemandGenRadio.com, including some of the other partnerships that Steve mentioned. We had uh, Randy from Uberflip on uh, just a couple weeks ago and the folks from Vidyard, all great technology and partners of yours and of ours, um, helping our customers really drive growth and revenue. So that will conclude this episode. Thank you, Steve, and thanks, everyone, for listening. And I want to remind everybody, make marketing matter most in your organization. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. 